0: Hi, I'm Larry, and welcome to my podcast, where I talk about all things technology and how it affects the various aspects of our lives. In the previous episode, I mentioned that one of the motivations for starting this podcast is because I met a young man who made me understand that he had not come across many Black programmers and like much like him during my bachelors, I felt there were not enough African programmers I could look up to. But now that I look back, it wasn't that there were not enough African programmers. The problem is I didn't know where to find them or their stories weren't being told. Or if their stories were being told, I hadn't discovered them and I hadn't read about them. So I decided to start this podcast and mm, looking for role models, one of the things I decided was uh, in the next coming weeks, I'll be bringing on different people I know in the tech space to share their stories with the audience. I'm also going to start by sharing my story, although I don't think I'm a role model yet. I hope I become one one day. I'd like to share my story first and hopefully it may inspire somebody So my story is not elegant. I would like because most people may say, oh, I always knew I wanted to do this. I had always planned on doing this. I feel mine is more of a twist of fate. Reason being, before I could say Jack, my mother had placed in my head that I was supposed to be a doctor. So anybody who asked me when I was young, I always answered, I want to be a doctor. Now I tell people, thank God my grades weren't good enough to get into medical school in Ghana because getting into medical school is relatively harder than getting into a computer science program. That said, I wouldn't say my colleagues in computer science didn't know what they were about because most of them had really good grades. They could have easily gone to medical school and they opted for computer science. But my intro to programming came through a friend. He'll be coming on the show in the coming weeks. He's called G-Day. And he introduced me to Q-Basic. That was the first programming language I learned. But I tell people the most important program I ever wrote was to print the number five, five times. A friend of mine who was studying mathematics then asked me, how can you print the number five, five times? And I said, it's doable. He said, how? you type print five, print five, five times? And I felt there should be a smarter way to do it. And I said, okay, I'll figure it out and let you know soon. I spent the whole night that day trying to print the number five, five times. And I couldn't figure it out. I read the documentation, tried everything. Perhaps I didn't read the documentation so well now that I look back. I met a final year student. I sat with him. I showed him the code and he tells me, take away the semicolon. And I'm like, it can't be that simple. It won't work. I said, take away the semicolon. I took it out. I run the code again, and it works. And I still remember how excited I was. The look on his face, he turns to me and goes like, see the look on his face? And the look on his face was priceless, just like the look on my face was priceless, because he could tell I was really excited. And that excitement never left. I... Got into programming perhaps because of this. And ever since then, my relationship with programming has been a love-hate relationship. I love it when I build something, people are using it, are interacting with it, but I hate it when my code doesn't work. And almost everywhere I've worked, I've always said the same thing. The happiest moment for me is when we release a product and people are using it and they are interacting with it. And for me, it's like they are interacting with a piece of my intellect. They are interacting with something I made, my creation. And that's what made me really, really love programming and get into programming. That short story of printing the number five, five times, a problem someone had, I solved it. I shared the code with them later on. I'm not sure they even remember it, but I still remember this incident. How did I get into artificial intelligence? Well, it's also still happening in UCC. That's why I did my my bachelor's University of Cape Coast. It was in a computer science class, introduction to computing in first year. And the professor said, mentioned the term artificial intelligence. And that opened up a can of worms. (laughs) Reason being, I became obsessed with the whole idea of artificial intelligence. I became obsessed with what artificial intelligence could do because this professor some way, somehow romanticized artificial intelligence for me. And ever since then, I've been pursuing that. So after my bachelors, I got into the Meltwater Entrepreneurial School of Technology, where I studied software entrepreneurship for two years. I I also stumbled on the entrepreneurial bug by accident, but that's a story for another day. I did that for two years and After finishing Meltwater, I didn't start a company. I worked for one of the incubator companies, that was Kudobaz. Then I did some freelancing. Then I went to M Pharma. Then I worked with some US companies. Then I moved to Russia to start my master's. I started the master's perhaps because during my bachelor's class, the professor romanticized artificial intelligence so much for me that I wanted to do artificial intelligence. So that got me to be pursuing the dream of artificial intelligence. And I ended up in Russia to pursue my MSc in Applied Mathematics um, with a focus on intelligence systems and structural analysis. And that's what I did. I completed this May. And during that program, my current supervisor introduced me to machine reasoning. And I tell people my research area can be phrased into one question. Machines can currently learn, but can they reason? So come November, I'll be studying my PhD in computer science and my research focus will be in machine reasoning. So that's a brief summary of my journey. I could talk about my entrepreneurial journey, but that will be a conversation for another day. I could also talk about how I actually got admission into the PhD program or how I I got admission to the master's program. But I will leave those as conversations for other days. And I would mostly love the feedback of my listeners or anybody listening to this. And based off of that, I would know how to proceed. But this is a brief summary of my story into technology and how I got into technology. My current technology stack is Python, Go and C. I've been working with Python for a little over five years now, maybe six or more. I don't know, but I've learned other languages, and I'll describe myself as a polyglot programmer. And I currently work with Go in my freelance job, and I do Python for use Python for most of my research. And I figured I might as well learn C because Python and Go had a baby. Python and C had a baby and gave birth to Go. And I might as well be Lency. So that's kind of my current technology stack. So in summary, I'm a backend developer. I'll be starting my PhD soon. And that's how I got into tech. I hope you learned something new and do enjoy your week. It's Larry again, <laughs> you already know that. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you learned something new or you discovered something new or at least you were a bit entertained. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and see you again soon. And if it's the end of the week, do enjoy your week. If it's the end of the day, do enjoy your day. Basically do have the best of whatever is left of the week or the day and see you soon. And one more thing. Don't forget to reach out to me via email, via Twitter to be able to tell me how I can improve this podcast to make it better and much more entertaining for you. See you next time.